This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. The industry is going crazy, has been for two plus years, really. Basically two years. Everybody's making money. Travelers are making money. The hospitals, I think, are making money. Agencies are making money. We're going to bring on, uh, I'm really excited about this guest. We're going to bring on Rich Darnell. Rich, you guys may know him from Travel Nurse Rich. He uh, is all over TikTok. He's all over uh, YouTube. Really a big fan of this guy. Doing some really good social media from a travel nurse's standpoint. We're going to bring Rich on today to talk about all the money being made, just his experience in general, what it's like to be on social media. And we're going to talk about where this industry is right now and how far it's come and how crazy things are with big, big money on today's edition of Travel Evolved. Travel Evolved. I'm Mark Holloway. Welcome to the episode, everybody. So excited about this one. This is a this is gonna be fun. Uh, I've got uh, I've got a guest coming on today. Rich, you guys may know Travel Nurse Rich. Um, Rich Darnell has been doing some TikToks for quite a while now. My team spotted him. I'd actually had seen him already. So when they approached me saying, "Hey, we'd like to see about maybe having Rich." join us, I said, absolutely, because everything I have seen from this guy has been right on. I'm not you know, trying to you know, be a mutual admiration society here with him, but he really does know his stuff. And this is what I've actually been waiting for a, for a while, and that is, I think a traveler who is willing to go out onto social media and really explain some things that sometimes are, are, are a mirror of what we're doing here, but really from a traveler standpoint, which is what we can't give you on Travel Evolved. So Rich does, and everything I've seen from this guy is is right on. He talks a lot about taxes. He talks a lot about the financial aspects, which is what you don't typically see, or if I do, oftentimes there's some things I'm like, it's close, but they really swung and missed on this aspect of it. Haven't yet seen anything that Rich has swung and missed on. So he and I have been talking off and on for a little while. We've been trying to coordinate this episode. He's busy. We've been busy. Uh, so it looks like we're going to get it done today. I'm excited about it. And... Uh, we're going to talk a lot today about just where the industry has come. Rich has not been in traveling for very, very long. I'm not sure how long, but I don't think it's been a, a huge amount of time. I'm hoping that he at least joined uh, 
got into travel before things went so high on the big dollars, you know, because I think it'd be nice to talk to him about that, what he's seen. But it's really interesting because there has been such a crazy amount of, of financial changes in healthcare travel over the last certainly two years to, to the point where it's, 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 it's kind of insane, kind of crazy. Today, we're going to talk about everybody that's making money. And I mean, agencies too, which is what you're never going to hear somebody in my position talk about. They don't want you to know how much money they're making because I think they feel that if you know, then you're not going to want to, I don't know, work for that company, but everybody's making it. I'm hoping to get an opportunity today to talk to Rich about that, explain to him, you know, so through you guys, what it is that agencies are making, what we're not making, because I think there's some misconception out there, but, but for the most part, it is a really lucrative industry right now. I don't know how long that's going to last. There are risks that everybody takes, I think, for travelers. You guys are are absolutely earning every penny of what you're making. I don't think it's free money, I guess to say the least. There are fewer of you out there. The risks seem to be much higher. The chances of you getting canned out of the blue because of the rates being so high seem to be a lot you know, seem to be really, really uh, extensive right now as well. I think there's fewer travelers out there in general. I think the industry lost a bunch, as predicted by those of us here at Travel Evolved, because I said, no matter how you felt about the vaccine mandate, it's going to have its toll. The whatever it, Making people do something that they may or may not be wanting to, to, to do, and let's just be frank, the people that didn't want to take a vaccine, that were very against it, that said they're so against it they're going to leave, couldn't help the industry. But when you've got people that are, I guess, making those decisions that aren't seeing that firsthand, you know, it's it's not, I'm not surprised. And I said, I predicted that. I said, no matter what happens and how you feel, it's going to, it's going to affect people. Now, I don't know if it affects you guys negatively, positively. That's being honest. It might actually affect you positively because if there's less people, there could be less competition, which means it also could drive the rates up and, and be higher, continue to keep the rates as they are. I don't really know. Uh, it's 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 one of the things I didn't anticipate, you know, back a couple of years ago on some different things I had done. I said the rates are going to stay high for quite a while, and so far I've been I've been okay and and right on that. I didn't know that it would also have a lot to do with the fact that there would be less supply of travelers, but that's the case. So anyway, getting back to Rich, um, if you check him out, it's called uh, Travel Nurse Rich. TikTok is hard. He does a really good job of of mixing up his his TikToks. And if you guys haven't done TikTok, if you're old like me, give it a shot. You actually will be surprised at how engaging it is. You can do it to you know get some good information like what Rich is providing. It's also a lot of fun. There's some silly stuff out there. I, I like looking at you know people doing crazy extreme skiing and surfing and jumping off of you know base jumping and skydiving and things with sharks. It's just there's a lot of really cool things in our world that people can now capture on video. And I think that part of TikTok is really pretty interesting. I mean for those of you that are on TikTok, you know, you'll sit there and look at your phone. Next thing you know, an hour's gone by. You're like, what did I just do? But sometimes for me, I need that that mental break of literally just being a zombie staring at other people doing things I want to be doing. But Rich does a good job of, of having some fun. He does some fun stuff. Most of his stuff, though, is pretty informative, even if there is some fun uh, behind it. He's really doing a good job of trying to help you guys get through that learning curve of being a traveler uh, as fast as possible. Yeah, he's an ICU RN. Uh, I know he does uh, live also out of a, uh, a, a an RV. So I know a little bit about him. He's married. I know that. So he travels. He's married. 
He lives out of an RV. We'll find out some more today uh, about you know how his lifestyle works, but uh, he's he's I think a new breed of traveler. And what I love about him is he is trying to help. There is nothing, you know, you don't get money from TikTok. You don't, you know, it doesn't pay your bills. So what he is doing out there is putting himself out there, which trust me, I know that is not easy to do in order to try to help other people become stronger, you know, and better in their healthcare travel career faster. And I, it's very admirable to me that, that people do that. There's a lot of folks that will do it and just throw things out there. But Rich put some thought behind it. And, and again, I, I'm urging you guys, check him out on TikTok. Find him. You can do a search for that. You can also, he's got a YouTube channel, same thing, Travel Nurse Rich. So I would use that as a, another another medium to keep informed on. I think you're going to see some things and hear some things on there that, that I can't provide that seem to be really informative as well. So I know he's probably got to get going he and i've been trying to schedule this for a while and so we finally got things going so i'm going to pull him up and um we'll get this thing going because I, I just don't know where this is going to go we we kind of talked about we want to talk about the money aspect and what's changed and openly have a conversation about who's making the money how many people are making money and, and again even the agencies and let's openly discuss that because it's real but i also said let's let's talk about whatever you want to talk about so it's gonna be fun i see him on there so let's grab him real quick and let's uh, let's talk about big big money. Hang tight. Hey, Rich, how are you? Hey, what's going on, Mark? <laughs> the famous Rich Darnell, by the way. That's right. TikTok Travel nurse famous, Rich. Whole... Yeah, Travel nurse Rich to all my fans out there, right? <laughs> That's right. That's you right. Gotta, you, you gotta have a, you, You're growing. I notice. Um, it's uh, you know I've got a personal page that you know I I, I don't really do a lot of TikTok myself because I'm older than dirt and I just can't really figure it out. But you pop up a lot because I've obviously I I do follow some travel nurses and some things. So you're oftentimes when I get in a tech deck, you're the first thing I see, <laughs> uh, which is which is really cool. So we're going to talk to our audience a lot about what you're doing. And that's how you know that's how we found you. My team actually found you, and I had already seen you too. And they'd reached out and said, "Hey, listen, you know, why, don't, why don't you guys get together?" Which I think is awesome because I'm not a you know a big TikToker. I try yeah. to be. I've got a, a daughter who's in college, and my son has just finished up high school, so she and I will send TikToks back and forth. But it's usually you know cute cute pit bulls and boxer dogs and things right. like that and hockey stuff. But exactly. Um, and she and I are both really into music, and she's she's uh, she's cool because she's you know I'm, I was I, I'm an '80s guy, right? So you know and so. I'll send her stuff, and she's like, you know, rock stars were cooler back in your day, Dad. I'm like, I know. So she's got that hip kind of thing, and she appreciates old guy music. So I've done one thing right, and that is taught her how to how to listen to music. So anyway, thank you for joining us today. I really appreciate it. I know you're busy. I know you're, you're traveling. You're working days, nights? What do you, what's the... Uh, nights, yeah. Working tonight, actually. So, so yeah. And you're yeah. on the East Coast, so you need to get to bed. Is basically we need to get this thing wrapped up so you can it's, it's get some sleep, probably. No, <laughs> no, I'm just gonna. We're, I'm gonna power through this day, so we're just gonna we're just gonna power through. I'll be exhausted at like five in the morning. I don't know how you guys do it. And so, um, well, let's just start off. I, I mean, let me fire some question. Again, we're talking about big, big money, and you know, when you and I talked, um, which I really appreciate it. Uh, you know, it, we had it. We had a very open communication about just the money that's going on. We're going to jump into that in a minute, but because it's really unique time and you haven't been traveling too terribly long, right? How, how long have you been a traveler? Uh, three and a half years. Yeah. So, so you've kind of been, you, you got a good start before a lot of the, before court, COVID. I call it the craziness. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Most of your career has been, has been this, this kind of insanity that we're going to talk about. 
Um, yeah. So what got you? Let's just start. What, what really kind of got you started? How come you, you said a few things on your TikToks and you've got a lot of TikToks that talk about, you know, you made this leap of faith. People told you you couldn't do it because you didn't have enough experience and all this different stuff. So let's talk about that real briefly. You jumped into travel and you weren't quite sure you should be yet, right? Yeah. Not Well, not only that, but I didn't, first off, I didn't think I even could, uh, to be honest with you. And it's probably because my idea of a travel nurse was the exact same as like what a lot of people think of when they think travel nurse. They think somebody who's single, who's just going to up and leave everything behind and go travel and touring the country. And I knew Foot I could do that. loose and fancy free. Right? <laughs> yeah. Because I have a wife and kids at home, you know, and uh, obviously not trying to leave those guys. And it wasn't until, and, and I guess let me just walk through exactly what happened, because I think it's an interesting enough story. Uh, my second son was getting ready to be born. Like, we were probably six months out. And so I let my boss know, me and my wife came up with an idea. One of us was going to drop down to part-time, and it was going to be the one who was making the least amount of money. And at the time, that was me, because my wife's also a nurse, and she's been a nurse like 10 years longer than I had. So I was like, yeah, I'll just drop to part-time. Well, I told my boss, hey, if I, you know, if I can get a part-time position, I'll stay. Uh, you have six months to figure out how to get me to part-time, which I thought would be a pretty easy thing to do. Uh, and mm -hmm. if not, then I have to leave and try to find some way to get paid more. Um, and I never even considered travel nursing. But then during that six-month period, uh, I had spoken to a couple of friends, and a friend of mine he had left the place that I was working. And I was like, this guy leaving, like, what is he leaving for? Cause he was the guy that would work 17 days in a row because he was making a fortune on overtime. And right. the place I was at was paying incredible overtime wages at the time. And I'm like, dude, what is he doing that he's gonna make more? And uh, yeah. found out it was travel nursing. And I was like, well, how, do you, how can he do that? He's, you know, he's got a wife and a daughter. And yeah. so I just, I called him, I said some messages. We talked for like a couple of weeks. He showed me his pay stubs. And it really got the gears turning like, oh, maybe this is a possibility, you know? <laughs> so I come home all excited. I pitch this idea to my wife and I go, hey, uh, what do you think about the idea of me doing travel nursing? You know, and obviously she immediately protested because she thought the same thing I did. And I was right. like, no, 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 trust me, it's possible, it's possible. Like, like check it out. <laughs> and kind of yeah. laid out the plan for her. And, um, you know, and we figured we'd give it a try for a contract. And worst case scenario, I don't like it. And I go back to bedside somewhere. Like if it wasn't going to work out, I wasn't going to let it ruin things and then yeah. lo and behold not only did it work out it was probably one of the single best career decisions i have ever made <laughs> yeah, yeah clearly with everything considered. so what, what's the plan how does it how does it work for you guys what is it to, just I mean briefly just give us a quick yeah you know, for those so, people that are thinking the same thing as you do how, do, how does this work as a married couple with young kids that you don't want to you know dad doesn't want to be living his life you know without seeing them be young kids yeah so so even though my main stuff is on TikTok, i also do youtube videos one of the YouTube videos I made not too long ago was the different styles of travel nursing. And I don't know if anybody's actually talked about this like before. So I just kind of came up with this idea like uh, of different ways people that I know, including myself, do travel nursing. And I go through all those details. But for me, um, and it really kind of opened my eyes to like all the different types of like personality types and like where you're at in your life. Like lots of people, lots more people qualify for it than I could ever imagine, you know? So what right. I do is I try to take contracts within a three hour radius from home. So I have three state licenses because uh, I'm not part of the compact states. Uh, and then I just basically apply to contracts within that three hour radius. And I only work 36 hours a week. So I go up on day one. Um, so like, well, right now I'm in a local contract actually, which is my first local contract. But normally I drive, you know, three hours away. Uh, get up there on the first day, work my first day or first night or whatever it ends up being. 
uh, work three days in a row, and then I head home after sleeping, you know, five hours uh, for the last night. I get home, and next thing you know, I have four days off with my family. Um, and if you think it's, about it's, it, I have I have no mandatory on-call days. I have no mandatory overtime. I can't get yeah. frozen over uh, for four hours after a shift. So, I mean, like my days that are scheduled are the days that I work. Um, and that's uh, completely different than what it used to be when I was a staff nurse. And I actually see my family now more doing travel nursing than I ever did with staff nursing just because I don't have to work nearly as many hours. That's that's awesome. It's, craziness. It's, for those people that are there going, wait a minute, that, that you, just, you just opened up, I hope, at least a couple people's eyes, which that means we've already had a victory on this podcast. Woo. It's no different than being married <laughs> to a firefighter, right? I mean, if you're a, a guy or a gal who's a firefighter, you, you go off and you, you're at the station for three days, typically. I know firefighters. A really good friend of mine was is a chief of a fire department here in Denver, and it's it, uh you know you you still but when you're home you're home and you are absolutely engaged you have nothing going on, so you probably have to negotiate a block schedule I'm sure if on an interview or is that the the the, the assignments you yeah usually I tr yeah I usually mention it during the interview um and then Just if make they sure seem cool. like they're agreeing to it then yeah I'll throw it in the contract to make sure or if like if I'm not, local you right walk now away, right uh, if it's a if, long contract that's true yeah. Yeah, because uh, okay. I mean, there's so many opportunities out there with contracts. I mean, you can put whatever you feel like you need in a contract. And realistically, if they're going to agree to it, then you can go. And if not, if it's important enough to you, you can always just walk. I think that's true for most travel travelers, whether you're allied or nursing. I think you're probably right. If your brand's banking new and you don't have a lot of experience, you probably have to. Uh, you may not be able to be in your situation yet, but it's coming. In other words, every time you take an assignment, right. you get more experience in your belt, which means you have more leverage because you're more desirable. So those people that are saying, yeah, but I've only got a couple years of experience in me, yeah, you may not be where Rich is and be able to demand that, but look at you three years later, and you really can dictate the perfect assignment for you and your family, which oh, is yeah. awesome. Absolutely. And then as far as like a radius rule goes, are there some assignments that you, that you can't take? You're on a local one, you said now, which we'll, we can certainly talk about, but you probably have to at least get certain far enough away for the hospital to justify or merit that they're going to pay you as a traveler as opposed to a per diem, you know, uh, yeah, quote, so, local. Person. Yeah, that's all about the stipend. Um, and, you know, with the local contract, don't even try to get a stipend with a local contract. You just take the pay cut and enjoy being really close to home realistically. And that's what I do. Um, yeah, so... Yeah, you got to be, you got to be far enough away that your job requires sleep to qualify to get paid as a traveler. A lot of agencies go by the fifty-mile rule, they call it. But you know, whenever you look into this, like for the IRS, like they don't actually have a fifty-mile rule. Uh, they they have two guidelines um, that I can remember at the very least one of them, and the one is that it like you're far enough away that your job it requires you to sleep. Like, and most people have decided that fifty miles is pretty acceptable for being far enough away that way no one gets in trouble if someone's audited. And so especially after a 12 hour shift it's it's a little different probably for for someone who's on a 12 hour than is on an 8. I always yeah. recommend talking to a CPA. I think that I've said this multiple times on my on my podcast and my YouTube that if you're going to be a traveler the first thing you should do is is get a CPA. Don't go to an accountant. Certainly don't go to one of those pop-up things that happen every April because there are things that it, it's worth the money yeah. to use yeah, a couple there. hundred bucks <laughs> to get a professional that understands what you do. And I and, and mm -hmm. rather than listen to, to you and I, I mean, I think they should right. always you know go go back to their professional and get that great advice. But perfect. And for those of you that don't know, Rich does a lot of stuff on taxes, and, and I'm just going to give you some kudos. Really knowledgeable, especially for you know not being in this industry very long. You know, Appreciate I'm always that. so careful because I'm sure a lot of things I say are are. 
not always 100% perfect. I think that's okay. I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to claim to be a CPA. I'm giving the best advice, right. but I always default and say, don't take my word for it. Really talk to professional. But you do have a lot of stuff that you've, you've worked hard on learning the tax portion, especially. That's one thing I did notice with you, which is it's by far one of the most. Yeah, yeah, it's by far one of the most annoying things I've ever had to try to tackle and digest, to be real. Like, have you but ever paid read off, tax right? publications? You, you, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, you know what so you're doing. Ridiculous. You feel comfortable now. So you at least have a, a general idea that you're not, you're not, you know, doing, and I'm sure you don't do it on your own. I'm sure you have a professional that's working with you or, or a number of people that right. are alongside, which is great. So, okay, let's, well, let's talk about TikTok for a second. You, sure. You're out there. You're 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 you've got this this career. It's it's hitting all four four cylinders. Just it's starting to make sense to you, and you decide you want to talk to other people that that and kind of help them. I'm guessing. I mean, that's what we all do. That's what I'm doing. I think that's what you're doing. You jump on TikTok. That was your first your first media. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, it really was. Uh, well, this is the place that I started the travel nurse um, social media experiment. Basically, was on TikTok. <laughs> yeah, talk um, about it. Actually, what would you do first? Yeah, so so let's let's rewind before I even started that. Actually, so um, I started off trying to experiment with different social media things back in the day when I thought. Hey, what well, note it would be fun playing video games for a living, right? And I thought that would be fun because a friend of mine was like, Hey, might as well start streaming, you know, might as well get used to talking to people online and all this other kind of stuff. And, you know, so I was like, Yeah, sure, why not? So I just made a bunch of random content. I made hundreds of like little, you know, YouTube shorts. I met somebody who's doing the TikTok stuff and I was like, Eh, might as well try the TikTok. Well, anyway, I did it for like I think probably six months and I made hundreds of TikTok videos about like gaming stuff and it went nowhere and when i say nowhere i mean like oh my goodness it was embarrassing how nowhere it went and i thought my content was pretty good i was like man sure. some of the stuff's pretty clever pretty funny useful you know um and uh, it really just didn't have any kind of legs well one day i'm getting ready to go to work and i'm at my in my camper you know at the campground because uh, that's where my assign you know at my assignment and here i'm getting ready to leave and i had like an hour with nothing to do. <laughs> and I started thinking, I'm like, like, what could I do to A, pass the time? Because I'm here by myself right now anyway. You know, right. I already got done FaceTiming with my wife and kids, like they're content. You know, I just I have literally nothing to do. You know, I already worked out for the day. I'm like, what in the world could I do? And then I'm thinking, you know, even though I'm like, maybe I shouldn't give up on the whole, because I pretty much gave up on the whole gaming, social media yeah. stuff. Smart yeah. call, by the way, really smart call. And um, I said, I wonder if this would work if I decided to just show my face and just start, you know, talking about some things. So I made a, I made three videos that first day, and I posted all of them on TikTok, and all of them did better than like my best gaming videos. <laughs> like all of them did better right off the start. Right. And then I think it was by the end of the first week, I had more followers than I had had for the entire six months prior where I did all that stuff. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, well, this has some legs. People want to hear about it. So at the very least, it should be worth, you know, kind of going into it because travel nursing for me was always way more mysterious than yeah. it should ever be. Because even when you try to look things up online, the information is just not really good information, especially whenever you look up pay. You always get some uh, these websites that are averaging pay based on salary, and the salary just looks incredibly low for travel nursing. Like I have never yeah. made as little as what they claim travel nurses make, and so it's yeah. always been the issue with 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 traveling in general is that, it, I've, and I've said, you know, unfortunately, travelers 
have been forced to get a lot of their information from each other, which is, I think, the absolute best source, provided you you qualify it, right? You just can't take some knucklehead's word for it because you never know if they know what they're talking about. And we've seen things, I'm sure you have, that is like, whoa, where is that coming from? You certainly aren't going to get a lot of quality information as a traveler from someone from my side of the desk. I just don't believe you will. I mean, unfortunately, there is reasons which we'll get into as to why there it is secretive but i believe it's by design which is why we created travel evolved is because we thought you know whether people like me dislike me agree with me at least there's there's a different perspective and i felt the industry would be better as a whole if we just threw it all out there why this cloak of, of secrecy around it and it's because here's the bottom line Companies don't want travelers to know how much money they're making. They just flat out don't. It, I don't there's a lot of industries like that, right? I mean, I don't right, know if absolutely. Pepsi, you know, if the soda industry wants you to know how much money they're making or the fast food industry. I mean, it's not it's not a common, but it's really unique as to, in, in my opinion, the fact that you guys are the ones generating the revenue. You're the ones doing the labor, and yet you are right. behind we're the, a yeah, cloud we're the of secrecy. Really and <laughs> it makes no, this, this industry is <laughs> wacky. It's always been wacky. And, and for whatever reason, I guess just, you know, just sheer uh, a habit that people, just people don't, don't seem to care. Well, they're starting to care now. So hopefully we're going to get you some more listeners after this one because I think and viewers because I oh, really sure. would urge people to, 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 to watch you and isn't it interesting how when you put yourself out there I mean it is, it is scary is it not the first couple of times you put your mug out there like <laughs> like we do here it is you got a lot of people that just want to hate I mean there's haters oh, that's yeah. a real thing you don't know that oh, until you do yeah. this <laughs> yeah and you all have to have some thick skin God, it's, it's, sometimes you just, don't you sit there and go, is this all you have to do? I mean, here I am yeah. trying my best to do something and you just want it. I mean, the, the comments you get are like, wow, you've yeah. got nothing going on with your day. That you, that it's amazing, yeah. but you just got to let it roll off because I'm sure like you, you get overwhelmingly good, good response. So you just right. absolutely have to ignore the 1% of the people that just don't like what you're doing. Okay, fine. It's not for you. Right. Go away. Go right. Go follow some girls with jiggling boobs and, you know, watch them do their thing on TikTok and, there and you stay, go. Away, stay away from me and my, and my education <laughs> yeah. of travel nurses, right? And that's really what it comes down. Isn't that funny? Yeah. That's, I mean, yeah, anyway. So, yeah. you know, oh, that's... So it cracks, I would say it cracks me up so much. Actually, a uh, funny story about that. Just the other day, I had a guy who was, uh, you know, talking about how basically I was, uh, he was, he was making a claim that was the exact opposite of what I had mentioned in the video. Then he decided yeah. to not only argue with like all the people that were commenting like on my side of things, but then he decided to watch a bunch of my other videos and comment negatively on those as well. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? Like, is this what you yeah. do with your time, with your free time is just go. It and that's is. okay, you know, and that's all right. Yeah, that, that's that. It's the risk you run, but it, I mean, it's it, to me, it's interesting. And, you yeah. know, we, we have it here. Everyone, everyone does, but it, it's... It's, I don't think, you know, and I, I, I'm a big fan of like Gary Vee and stuff. I listen to a lot of his stuff and he's always giving good advice on just stay the course. You are doing, yeah. if, you're, if there are people that are that upset or people that are whatever, you, it means you're, you're striking a nerve and you really have to pay attention to the, to what the real bulk of people are saying. And, and right. I'm sure like, like, like us, you, you are getting nothing but good feedback. I'm a, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of yours. So, I mean, I, pre- hey, I appreciate it. And, and honestly, uh, full disclosure, I'm actually a fan of yours too. I really appreciate what, when you asked me to, if I would be interested in coming on the podcast, I had looked into things. I had heard about you before through somebody who commented on my YouTube video when my YouTube channel was brand new. And I'm like, mm. that's odd, you know, cause I had never heard of you before, but they were like, you need to watch right. this travel evolve. Cause I made a video on loneliness. 
and apparently you did oh, yeah, something yeah. on loneliness as well. Um, and I, I was I like, a good oh, friend that's of mine out in LA. I have yeah. a good friend of mine from Mexico. She's from Mexico City, uh, and uh, Sandra, and she she she's an author, and she did one. And we talked about how being alone on the road is actually can be really therapeutic. And you're probably experiencing that. You have some time to think. I'm, I don't know how old your oh, kids yeah. are, but I'm a lot older than you, and trust me. You need this time alone, and it actually helps you become a better dad, a better husband with the time you're spending by yourself. I'm just telling you. Hopefully, okay. when you get home, give your wife that opportunity to go and do some stuff, too, and you can take over the reins. It'll, it'll help right. both you guys out a lot. Just some free advice on this one. All right, so, um, <laughs> yeah, free advice from Uncle Uncle Mark, I guess. I don't know. So, yes. All right, let's jump into some of this stuff. You and I, you came, you and I came on to it. I appreciate everything we've been talking about because I just really wanted our audience to know you. And I really do advise everyone to, you know, if you're not, if you're older like me, jump on TikTok. It's actually a, it's a mind suck. Next thing you know, an hour goes by and you're watching people do either crazy stuff that athletically or jumping off, you know, diving off cliffs. But Rich will come up and really check them out because there's, I mean, everything I've read and seen is pretty spot on. You and I want to talk about what's happening right now. You, like you said, you got into travel nursing and I'm guessing around, what is that, like 2019, right? Um, I would say 2018. Early, Is that right? Late yeah, 2018? 20, December of 2018. So, yeah, late 2018. So, we, I guess just let me just throw it out there. How roughly, gross weekly, back in those days, what were you, what was kind of a contract that was a contract you were looking at when you first, if you remember, if you were first going mm -hmm. at Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, I definitely remember. My first travel assignment was, uh, was on a floor that had tons of different travel nurses. We did nothing but talk about pay and what was acceptable for pay <laughs> and what our goal right. was for pay. And mind you, this was the Midwest, um, you know, so it yeah. was in, it was on the Ohio River. And um, at that time, uh, we were hoping, like a, a buddy of mine said that he was hoping for $1,500 a week take home pay. That's what he was hoping. Now these were for normal contracts. These were not for crisis contracts. Right. Uh, right. Because you have normal contracts and you have crisis related contracts. Crisis contracts, yep. they usually pay higher. They usually don't keep you as long as 13 weeks. They usually, you know, boot you out. Uh, you need to start a little bit quicker and you need to leave a little bit faster. Um, you know, and so you're in and out. Sometimes they're covering for strikes, but they'll pay higher. But the normal contracts in the Midwest area, they were looking at hoping to take home $1,500 a week. You go out towards California, right. you'd see, yeah, you'd see those numbers. At the time, I saw like $2,600 a week, $2,900 a week. You know, that was kind of the general you know, go to out in California is what we were hoping for as travel nurses. Yeah, um, I remember that. You're but, right, because at 2000 mark, if, if, a, if a traveler had a, a net pay of about two grand, that was a good week. But usually they worked, they earned it. It wasn't 36 hours. It was usually either some right. holiday or some certainly some call in or overtime. Um, or it was a 48 hour shift flat out. I mean, I remember 17 mm -hmm. was kind of what we would see. Um, I've always been a fan of, of thinner margins and paying travelers more. I just believe yeah, you can grow a company faster and you can actually make more money as a company if you pay travelers more. I know, freaking weird, but yeah. that's the way I feel. We, we appreciate that too, actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to think you would. But, you know, so that you're right. Okay, so now pandemic hits. You're, you're a new traveler and holy cow. I mean, you talk about, so let's talk about now a little in a little while, but let's talk about that first big Oof, you know, I'm talking about two years ago. So, so March, April, you know, February, March, April of 2020. What was the, what happened then? You are you talking about just in general pay wise? Okay. So pay -wise, well, yeah, I can tell right. you what happened for a lot of people. It did not happen for me right off the bat. 
I was really? late to this party and I did not realize <laughs> how late I was to this party because I was still stuck in the, oh man, dude, I, I just need $1,500 a week. I'm content, you know, I'm chilling. Sure. Um, and yeah, and I was in the business of renewing my contract whenever I could, uh, just because of the places that I was at, I ended up liking them. Well, um, yeah, I was smack dab in the center of COVID when I randomly got a $500 a week raise. And I was like, oh, hey, that's kind of neat. Like it wasn't a contract thing. It was just kind of mid contract. Like, oh, hey, mm -hmm. by the way, the hospital that you're working at, they're giving you uh, $500 more a week. And so I was thoroughly excited about that. Right. But it was during that time that I had realized that uh, there were people, you know, um, 36 hour contracts, 48 hour contracts, bringing home, you know, in the fourth hour, I mean, their gross pay was around, you know, $4,200, some people, mm -hmm. um, you yeah. know, so, which is, which is definitely double <laughs> what, right. what we were making uh, before. And, uh, you know, really kind of opened my eyes and I actually met a local travel nurse at the time uh, who said she was bringing home like $2,700 and she was right around the corner from her house without taking a so stipend. They, so the yeah. raise rule went away. They didn't care, right? That was part of oh, it. Yeah. We saw that from our end. It's like, I don't care. All, all those rules dropped. It was more, here we go, here we go. Especially yeah. on the on the east side, I mean, I'll, I'll use the opposite hand. On the eastern part of the country, it felt like from New York down to really up, up in Georgia at the very beginning. It seemed like there was a lot there. Was certainly out uh, Washington, Seattle area, but that was crazy. So what we saw, let's talk about that on our end was, yeah, sure. I used to use for a lot of my things I did with my former company and a lot of things I've done, I've been on social media for what a decade now, we used to use $75 as the bill rate for kind of a good That's average. A <laughs> it wasn't crazy high. It wasn't really low. And there was, right. I mean, every once in a while they would, I'd eat that up. It's like, if we use 75, people are going to think that's going to be too low. Cause our numbers would be, we wanted numbers to be accurate. But if we portrayed a right. number to be so low, people are like, well, I want to go work for that company. Their, their pay rate's too low. So we had to be careful in making sure we were on it. But I remember very specifically 75 being the um, being the model. And as a matter of fact, the company, and we won't mention it. I know you know <laughs> my company, but we're, I always like to keep that kind of behind the scenes that's not important on this. When I was creating the model for that, it was I started with 75 because this was back in 2019. And I'm like, that's what we're going to go with because I want to make sure that my projections were right. Well... Yeah. 150 was almost instantly the the, <laughs> the amount of the bill rate. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it really was. It was like boom. Instantly. Now, not everywhere in the country, but it was like 150 dollar bill rates were, and I've never seen that in 20 at that point, 20 years in the industry, and it was like, what is going on now? I, in all, in all, you know, all all candidacy, I, it, I'm pretty sure that a lot of those facilities were getting some uh, assistance, whether it be from state or federal. You may know more than I do about that. But there was I money that it wasn't it. just being, yeah. yeah, and, and I, I don't know if we ever really will, but I, I do know a couple of the big, the biggest uh, conglomerates, you know, did talk about that back at the end of the late last year when they showed how much money that they made. But there, there was all of a sudden huge money, right? Let's forget about where mm -hmm. it came from. But it was interesting to know that that labor costs for for nursing, you know, especially at that at that point, it was more nursing than allied all of a sudden just doubled. And we know how hospitals work. They don't, they like to make money last time I checked and they do, they make, they're really good at it. Very, very good at making money. So that, for all yeah. of us, it was like, what is going on? And so travelers, you being one of them, I mean, you, and you just kind of had a little bit of a hiccup. You I mean, I, we saw, I saw $10,000 a week assignments. My mm -hmm. company was offering six, seven, eight in some really wacky locations. Now there was a price to pay. You walked into a hellhole. Right. You walked into you know Usually. bad policy, bad PPD. All that stuff was part of it. I mean, you did. It wasn't free. Put it that way. Nothing ever is in our industry. Mm -hmm. As 
if you're following right. I do it, it you, you earned every bit of it but that was insane because people were making crazy money now, obviously with taxes as you and I just talked about previously there's only a limit to what you can take tax-free so it was kind of a crazy social experiment watching one particular segment of our of our country go from a certain income to literally sometimes four times the amount of income and and getting taxed appropriately on that so it was kind of interesting i used to listen to a lot of this stuff on facebook with people complaining about how much tax were being taken on i'm like well what do you want to do just keep it i mean everybody does right everyone's supposed to keep that tax right. money but it doesn't work right. that way okay so things went through the roof and you and i are going to talk about it. And, then, and then now tell me about now what are you seeing finding you know pay rise as far as your offers is it is it has it eked back down are you still seeing the same where you are yeah so that's a great question so here's the thing what i can say is like that example of things doubling i'm still seeing contracts very high um i am seeing that they are coming down like i, I would say they peaked not terribly long ago um you know it's where the contracts were just so incredibly high you know like they've been going like this for a while you know for like yeah. i think all of 2021 the contracts were just steadily going up um and i think right now we're actually kind of just a little bit coming on the on the downward angle of contracts is what i'm seeing because uh, i like to monitor a lot of the contracts um a lot of available contracts even when i'm on assignment just so i can see what the market is doing uh, yeah. because realistically i think that's uh you know it gives me a good idea of if i should extend and at what rate i should extend at uh instead of just blindly accepting a position like i used to do back, right. yeah, <laughs> back in early 2020 either. when COVID was crazy yeah, yeah and so but yeah that's pretty much that's where i think we're at i think i've been seeing a lot of uh you know the same contracts at a lower rate for the same amount yeah. of hours and, and usually i try to monitor 36 hour a week contracts i think those are a good good way to uh, figure things out yeah and i think i agree with you i think what's happening i still see I mean, matter of fact for today's example i'm still going to use 150 dollars bill rate because it, you're right it's still there we had higher rates i've got mm -hmm. rates that are lower i've had i have nurses on 100 dollars bill rates i'll tell you right now that's about the lowest for an rn um i've got right. I've got surge techs and some allied folks that are that are on $100 bill rates. I do have a couple of close to $200 rates. I've got 195 out there right now. It really mm -hmm. depends upon the area. So what I think is happening, right. I'm just guessing here, is it feels to me like we lost a lot of we lost a lot of healthcare professionals in the last 12 months. Oh, that's a, that's absolutely true. And I think yeah. that while the hospitals are trying to reduce their their rates the the supply is less i mean I, I i said that on an episode i did with a couple of guests saying that no matter what you feel about vaccine mandates or about what's happening or just flat out burnout this is not good for people that want health care as opposed to people that are providing it for those of us that need health care this is not a good thing for those of us that are providing health care it may not be a bad thing but again you're going to earn it because nothing's free it's not like your job has become simpler i would imagine some of your assignments have gotten a little more difficult with the nurse to patient ratio or just what's expected of you oh yeah absolutely yeah that's so, i mean yeah that was one of the first thing that we saw i mean and, and i work in the icu just to let everybody know so normally in the icu you're you either have a one-to-one -one ratio if you have a really sick patient on like lots of crazy things or it'll be like a two-to-one which is most common for like icu well ever since covid lots of people have been regularly making the ratios three to one regularly making them three to one um that's, that's, which is that's a scary it's, it's scary for the it's public scary right? because of how unsafe it is yeah and it, it doesn't really yeah it's not even the amount of work it's just how unsafe it is in those let's settings just let's just walk into a nurse for those of us that i mean again i i've been in an icu many times and yeah. just the amount of 
let's just talk about leads and things going to your pumps on one patient mm -hmm. to have that all squared away in your head and to be triple checking and have three patients like that that's to me that is terrifying terrifying as a mm -hmm. as a father of somebody that may be in the ICU or a, or a husband I, I don't I don't know how you guys can can handle that the amount of pressure on you for something like that is insane like I said you're you're earning it every penny of it I, I really do believe that so so let's so, so rate wise that. now what are you seeing as far as like uh, I don't know if you can do you want to talk take home or you want to talk gross but we talked about seven uh, fifteen hundred being kind of a, a good ballpark what what is it going on like right now in your world what are you seeing out there yeah no I think I think a good ballpark for take home pay right now a good ballpark is around three thousand dollars a week I think that's a that's a solid average to shoot for it, which is definitely double than you know what it was back in the day. I think that's a really smart average, obviously, and that's for 36 hours too. Right. That's not for 48 hours a week, you know. Um, and are, you, so, are you saying gross or net? You by can the way. Get, no, I'm saying net take yeah. home pay. So that's yeah. that's a yeah, take a home of 156, so, which means yeah. you're talking about a two hundred thousand dollar probably, based upon taxes and what's you know you're not all that's not being yeah. taxed, but probably fifty thousand of your income is probably being taxed. Just just ballparking, I could be totally off on that. Sure. Which means your income, taxable income, is probably about two hundred grand. Yeah. Into just the income itself, right? Then you've got give or take. Yeah. Right. Give or take. Somewhere along that way. So you're about fifty thousand of that hundred and fifty. You've only probably paid fifty thousand in taxes because the rest of it is going to be probably tax free if you're following the, if you're following the rules right. So that's probably what yeah. I mean, it, it all depends on yeah. It all depends on where you're at and how much you're, they're willing to pay you for a stipend. Right. I think last year I made sixty six thousand in a stipend. Um, you know, so somewhere in that neighborhood. Yeah. And that's just for the tax free stuff. So, okay. Yeah. So what we talked about earlier is that this sounds great. You know, you, a, a, a nurse, for example, in your case, well, you're a nurse, but obviously we've got allied professionals yeah. listening too. A nurse making couple hundred grand plus potentially and there's obviously potential for more certainly potential less I like your ballpark by the way I think 3,000 in my opinion right now just my advice I like that too I think the higher the take-home the more risky it is that you will lose that job faster as soon as that census drops or as soon as the pencil pushes and hospitals go what are we paying they're rich this kind of money for be the first to go yeah. so I, I like the high pay <laughs> we'll not, see ya. <laughs> yeah but don't be silly and don't yeah. take a two thousand dollar job if there's ones more available look at the mass and the bulk and know where your kind of your perfect place is so what we right. saw and what you and I have been talking about privately behind the scenes before we did this episode was that a lot of travelers were giddy and have been giddy and should be justifiably giddy at how much money they're making. And, and that's true. And I believe that agencies, and this is my opinion, and I think it's pretty, I think I've proven this to myself. I can't really prove this out there on People for Travel Vault, but it seems to me very openly that agencies' margins have bumped up because what's happening is Agencies realize how giddy travelers are about the money they're making, and they're able to hide a thicker margin under a bigger bill rate. Back in 2019, I was pretty consistently saying that, that agency bill rates, the average mom and pop lifestyle business, couple hundred travelers on the road, about a 26% margin. I believe, and by the way, the big three, as I call them, we won't mention names. I don't want their attorneys after me again, like they've been before on my stuff. Yeah, we don't need no, we don't need any trouble. <laughs> right, that's right. Don't they were send any attorneys to my way. <laughs> no, <laughs> they were at thirty percent because they're publicly traded. You could see they were making a billion. They had a billion dollars in revenue. And they had three hundred million in net profit. Last time I checked, that's pretty easy math. So they were at thirty, which you know, right. again, I, 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 I wasn't complaining. 
There's reasons why they're at 30. They have a job everywhere. I mean, a nurse that or yeah. a tra- allied professional went to work for them knew that you weren't going to be the highest paying, but you could go wherever you wanted to go in the country. And I, there's a, like I've always said, if I was a CEO of that company, I would be pushing that aspect as opposed to how much money you're making because it's a benefit. Now, I believe heartedly in my heart of hearts that most mom and pop lifestyle businesses are at that 30% margin or close. 29 is what I'm guessing. Based upon what all the travelers send me, I get contracts literally daily. Check this out. Tell me what you think. What's the margin here? And it's really easy yeah. to figure out, especially when I can see the bill rate if I have the same position. So sure. yeah. agencies are making a ton of money. Now, I want to qualify this a little bit because there's a what we do as an agency, in my opinion, I've said this multiple times, I think the biggest benefit we offer in this whole cycle of putting a traveling professional into a hospital is we allow a hospital to float payroll. We pay for the traveler while we wait to get paid. In my opinion, that is the agency's biggest true benefit. If you really think about it objectively, what else do we do? We harass you, we find you the jobs, we go after this, we do some credentialing work, we keep you up on you know, making sure that you know you don't you know your your BLS or your PALS doesn't expire and yeah. we, and we pay Set you a weekly. couple alarms and some yeah, yeah. <laughs> we pay you weekly but for yeah. 30% yeah. of the of a $150 bill rate let's talk about this so let's have yeah. a little let's have our open candid discussion now here's what I will That's, tell you and this is a, yeah <laughs> go, go ahead. ahead go ahead no you you brought him. so oh, me first me first okay yeah you first no, right, you first, first. <laughs> <laughs> all right all right, all right. So, so yeah, so, so talking about the bill rate and talking about margins real quick, I have heard some insanely different things. Like people are so convinced that they know exactly what the bill rate for most agencies is in my comments section on TikTok. I have heard the most outlandish things. I mean, we have people claiming that the majority of agencies are taking 50%. Right. But anytime you ask for a source, you know, they, you know, it's just crickets on the other so side. Let me address but, uh, that. Yeah, so, so we have no idea as travelers. Well, we have no clue as travelers what the margins are. I mean, if you're having a hard time figuring out what other agencies are doing for margins, unless you have some concrete data mm-hmm. next to you, you know, like for us, it's next to impossible. We're just playing the guessing game. There's a really big reason. I think we could we could maybe get rid of some mm-hmm. misconceptions, you and I, right now. The reason that people think 50%, and I've okay. heard that too, is because of this. They find out what the bill rate is. Let's say it's let's say it's one hundred and fifty dollars. They look at what okay. they're bringing home, as far as a gross amount, and they and it's about fifty percent. Mm-hmm. And so they they immediately go, "That's it." There are two slices of the pie that they're not considering. One of them is the biggest one is the taxes that a company is paying on your taxable income. It's not free money. It doesn't come out of my margin. It doesn't come out of your mm-hmm. slice of the pie. It is a separate slice of pie. So. People, a lot of a lot of people just don't realize that that for every dollar you spend and you put through a payroll company for payroll, there is a payroll tax you have to pay the government to pay that person. Okay. So Got the you. bigger the income is, the bigger that is. And right now, with so much of it being tax taxable because there's so little tax free, if I'm paying mm-hmm. somebody fifty dollars an hour, I probably have another ten dollars an hour that I have to pay the government for that payroll. It's no different than paying an internal employee. And that's probably the biggest thing that travelers don't realize. The second one's smaller, and that is the fact that agency, I'm sorry, vendors charge us a, a, a percentage, a fee. So, for example, the average right now seems to be about 5%. So on a $150 bill rate, that's $7.50 an hour that we have right. to pay a vendor. You know, I'm going to do some quick math for you. Just to be able to play sure. and be able to, to, to have that contract. So for every hour you work on a normal work week, we're paying, you know, it's not a big deal, $270 on a 36-hour work week, well, times 13. 
That means, oops, 270 times 13. So on a contract, we're paying them $3,500 for a $150 bill rate. <laughs> Times, you. <laughs> times four times four weeks times four weeks out four times a year that's fourteen thousand dollars a year for one traveler goes to a vendor for posting a job that we play in. Vendors make a lot of money and they make a it doesn't seem like a big chunk, but it is a it is a, a huge chunk that comes out before okay. any of us calculate our margins. So when I talk about thirty percent margins, that's mm -hmm. after that five percent is taken out. So we're talking in hundred in our case here, on a hundred and fifty dollar bill rate, we're really talking about hundred and forty two dollars and 50 cents that we see the 30 percent is out of that 142.50 not out of the 150 so we we calculate that first we're not going to see it so let's calculate our 30 percent margin on what we're really going to get paid back because that's how it works the hospitals pay the vendor the full 150 the vendor keeps their five percent and they write us a check or put an ach into our account for the remainder for that week so it's they get their money right. first and fast those are the two figures that I think confuse a lot of travelers. That's why when they look at the raw numbers, it looks like, on, the, on appearance, like an agency is making 50%. If an agency was making 50%, you and I both know they wouldn't be in business long because nobody would work for that company because it would be Correct. worst yeah. pay Correct, yeah. And that's always been my counter offer as well. With yeah. as many agencies that are out right now, and since everything is supply and demand, you know, the supply of nurses is already low. The demand is already high. Nurses right now are kind of in the driver's seat of where you want to work if you're a travel nurse. Absolutely. You, know, you have the option. And so if you find an agency that is offering a contract at, say, $1,000 less per week than a, the agency next door and you're doing the exact same job, why would anyone work for that first agency? It's not wow. going to take long before word of mouth travels and people are going to be like, you know what, I got to go. I'm, I'm out of here. I'm getting the same benefits. I'm doing the same amount of work you know, and I'm getting paid a thousand dollars more per week, you know, like, like that's why, you know, basically, you know, a little bell goes off in your mind when people make these crazy claims and you're just like, no, that doesn't really pass the sniff test, right. you know? Right. Yeah. So those big companies we talked about that do have exclusivity on a contract, that's why they can yeah. take those big margins because if you want to go there, right. And there are big systems in some really desirable locations in the country that they have exclusivity on. They will actually subcontract to some of us, but if you want to go there, you're going with them, which yes. means you, they, they, they get to dictate that. You know what, like you just said, it's a free country. You don't have to go to work there. If you go to work there, you've got the location, you're going to make less, but you may not care at the end of the day, but you're absolutely right. It is a... Well, yeah. I just heard I heard bells and like I heard Cinderella, you know, music in my ears when you were talking about going to work for other companies. It's the truth. I mean, it, it is insane how many of us have the exact same position and we all kind of do the same thing. It is, it is the craziest business in the yeah. world. It makes it's something. It doesn't make a lot of sense. Okay. So let's talk about what an agency is making. And the reason I want to kind of qualify it was I wanted to say that there, that is, that does suck by the way, the bigger, the bill rate, the more money a company has out there. So when I mentioned our benefit being that we float payroll, that is a great benefit, but realize that, and I'm going to defend this here. Sometimes I don't always, but I'm going to say that there, it becomes a lot of money, which means it's risky. I have a facility right now, oh, yeah. a system that owes me a ton of money, and they've said, we're going to pay you. We just can't figure out when. That's scary to me. And this is a, a long-term care system that owes me a bunch of money. Travelers are gone. I've got three travelers that work there. They're gone. I'm talking 150 mm -hmm. grand, and they're saying they'll that's pay insane. me when they can. So that's the thing I want people to understand. It's, this isn't free. I mean, agencies don't. It's, there right. are there are risks to be taken, so I think that's why I've always said because of that risk, that's that's our best benefit. So you shouldn't be making thirty percent because of risk, but there is a price to pay. The bigger the bill rate right now, the more money we have out there. 
So right. I, I just heard a collective wah out there from travelers, and I get it. I understand that. Agencies make a lot of money, but that is part of it is that the bigger the bill rate, the bigger the risk is right now. So I'll, I'll qualify that before I go into some numbers so that I will tell you, yes, everybody yeah. is making, as we said, big, big money right now, including us agencies. And I, I think travelers should know that. It is. It shouldn't be, in my opinion, a bigger disparagement now that there's COVID there. It should be, in my opinion, the same, maybe even less, because at the end of the day, when we get paid, we're making more money than we were before for the exact same effort. It doesn't cost us any more time or energy or effort to credential you, to bring you on board, to have recruiters text you and social media you and put jobs out there and call you or whatever it is that, that you, you connected with. It doesn't cost us any more to do that last time I checked. Matter of fact, as, as social media becomes more accessible, it seems to be actually easier. So let's talk about these numbers. Let's talk about that 150 bill rate. And, on a, and then you can start firing some questions. All right, so here we go. I already said $150 bill rate, we got a 5% vendor fee that comes out, which means we, we that's $7.50 an hour that goes away. We don't see that. You don't see that. The government doesn't see that. It's just gone. It's a different piece of the pie. So now we're dealing with $142.50. Now, if you look at those 30% margins, I'm going to use that. So maybe I'm being a little bit tough. Maybe it's 29, but I, I wrote down 30, so I can't go back because I don't want to redo the math. That's okay. You can't go we're, back. <laughs> we're talking about $150 bill rate. That means an agency in this case is making $42.75 an hour, which last time I looked is not 50% of $150. That would be $75. That's still a ton of money. I remember back we were making like... 15 to 20 dollars an hour was outstanding outstanding right. that was a great deal right and that if probably you wasn't very long ago either. in 2019 the, yeah. the end of 2019 or first couple of months of 2020 i mean it was like that yeah so i always talk about the magical number you're an icu nurse you notoriously work i'm sure 12 hour shifts so you're working 13 weeks times 36 hours which that magical number is 468 so that's the number of hours that we are assuming and have to assume you're going to work over the course of an assignment, which means we're going to make $42.75 times 468. That's how all agencies kind of decide what that pay rate is going to be because they're making those assumptions. Anything more than that, in my opinion, is bonus, which is why I always have trouble with some of those things like over 36 hours and things that I would urge everyone to listen to because I think you're getting screwed on that stuff. So if you think about this, an agency on a 30% margin on a $150 bill rate with a 5% vendor fee, just kind of calculating, yeah. is is pulling in twenty grand on you in thirteen weeks. Twenty yeah. grand. Now that doesn't. I mean, if you think about it, you're making would be to say. I mean, how much a week? So oh, yeah. You, it, but that's a lot of money. We were not. We. I used to make five grand on an assignment. Five grand on an mm -hmm. assignment. So on, on a deal like this, with thirty percent margin, which I was not ever. I've never made thirty percent. Twenty thousand dollars. You multiply that obviously times four assignments a year. That's eighty grand. Yeah. Right. Last time I checked, we have 100 travelers, 100 travelers. That means you're bringing in $8 million in revenue without any expense. I'm not talking about expenses of all your recruiters and all, right. your, all your insurance and your rent and your, sure. you know, your advertising. $8 million on a small company with 100 travelers. That is a small company, right? Yeah. That is not... Also, we just have a whole bunch of travelers that are going to say, I'm starting my own agency. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can see it now. Yeah. Travel yeah. nurses leave bedside to start their agency. <laughs> I've got them. Marked I've got on friends travel that are, I'm trying to help. Set. Yeah. 
I'm trying to Mark help on Travel people. Evolved said, this is what you can do with a small business. <laughs> well, right now. That's right. Well, yeah. But you got to have the connections. I mean, I, you know, the biggest thing is people are like, well, how do I get contracts? I'm like, oh, God, you got to start off from the very beginning. So it, there's a lot to that. Big, big money right now. I mean, everybody's making good money. Yes, for that $8 million, that company with 100 travelers at a 30% margin has a lot of money out, a lot of money out at any given point. Millions of dollars in their AR that hospitals owe them. You know, hopefully they've got they've got to be able to get it back. The cost of their, you know, if they're if they're running without any kind of, uh, you know, if they're if they have their own money, they've been around for a while. If they're if they've got a line of credit, they're paying interest on that line to be able to float that money. It's, I mean, some of it gets really expensive. Trust me, I know. So there is there is tons of money being made by everybody out there. And I oh, hope yeah. that we're not I'm, not, I'm not trying to make travelers upset, but I want them to understand that you're not the only one making money. And my, the point of this kind of is that it, it, that should be six million. I mean, it, it used to be six million. Now I think it's eked up to eight million because of, I believe, certain company greed because you can hide it. Because everybody seems to be eking their margins up because, like you said, supply and demand. If you look at a conglomerate of all the different rates, everyone's kind of around the same general ballpark you mentioned a thousand are different i do see those outliers here and there were a thousand high a thousand lower but for the most part everybody mm -hmm. currently in our industry is making a lot of money with the exception of the hospitals i think they're making money too i mean the last time i checked they still don't lose anything sure. so yeah they're still doing all right until they're partitioning <sighs> congress you know but uh, that's another story right <laughs> well and i, I, I you thought guys about need to investigate with, it that's what's going on i, I, I wondered <laughs> if we were going to talk about that that was going to come up with our conversation I, I had a lot of thoughts on that for my first reaction is what happened in the country i lived in last time i checked a nurse or an employee shouldn't be limited to what they could make and last time i checked does an underwater you know welder get to get you know are they are they capped oh, yeah. out on what they can make? That's an incredibly dangerous position, you know, job. But they <laughs> do they get capped out. I don't know anybody that's, that's petitioning for that. The company that mm -hmm. hires or employs that underwater welder is, is any congressman and women, you know, doing pushing for that. I I personally think this will work its way out. I, I just don't see I how so in our too. country we can we can limit what someone makes. I mean, if, if someone's making too much money, it will work itself out. I don't think we need more government yeah. as always to come in and start to you know decide what we yeah. can and can't it, do. It's you know it's almost like supply and demand plays a role as it should and that until it plays a role in favor of us and then you know then obviously we need to just kick supply and demand out and we're going to limit yeah. the you know what uh, yeah. these agencies can take and what these nurses can make because of that. Yeah, it's kind of ridiculous the whole idea of it to be honest. But yet, people in Congress yeah. can make as much money as they want on, on you know, oh, yeah. stocks and oh, everything yeah. else, you know. Oh, those guys are, yeah, those guys are not hurting for income, I will tell you that. <laughs> no. no. So, I mean, no. It's, it's, it's so crazy. But, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's part of it. You know, I, I just, I think people should understand that right now this is a good, this is a good industry for everyone. Now, we just talked about, you know, how much money agencies are making, and they are, and you guys should recognize that. They're making a lot of money. They have a lot more risk. So again, I'm going to I'm going to keep qualifying that. It's not like it's free money yeah. to them either. I mean, there is there's right. a lot more out there. I'm I'm personally can experience that. I mean, I've got I'm worried about a decent chunk of change that I may not get. I may have paid a traveler. Now I wouldn't be out 150 because I didn't pay 150, but I'd be out 150 is the pay and it's my particular margin of what Correct. I'm making. Yeah. So so I wouldn't be out, but it's still. I mean, that stuff scares you, you know, when you have that, and you've got a, you know, a vendor yeah. by the way who isn't helping you get, you know, collect that because they don't care. It's on you. You go, you no. go get it. Yeah, they got paid so, already. 
From what I understand, no, you that, were saying they get paid at the beginning. They did get paid, actually, because <laughs> their, their situation is different. I actually have to write them a check. But uh, So it's just, I mean, everything is kind of unique. And so where it's going, I mean, I think you and I can sit there and talk about, but it, it is, it's, I think it's okay to talk about the fact that Travelers aren't the only ones that are that are in a complete heyday right now, and I don't think it's gonna it could continue. I, I think you know, like you said, more people that jump into being an agency, the more competition there is, which means there's gonna be some people that are not gonna be able to survive, you know, and, and be able to make mm-hmm. it. So, I, I feel like we're in a really interesting state of change in travel healthcare in general. I think the next sure. 12 months are gonna be really interesting. The last 12 certainly were. As to where we're going, I said two years ago we will never go back down to those seventy-five dollar bill rates. I don't know how close I don't we're think get, so either. but I'm guessing twenty, twenty-five percent higher than what they've always been because a I didn't I didn't know at that time that there would be a reduction in uh, in the amount of people in, in the in the supply, right? How many people are available? Yeah. I didn't know that two years ago. I didn't realize that there would be people that would be quitting. I just felt like more people would travel and it would become a bigger situation where, where hospitals had to start saying, we really need to kind of step up to the plate a little bit if we want to get the quality that we're looking for. And I believe that's going to mm-hmm. be the case. I think 90 to 100, $110 bill rates will be our relatively long-term future, in my opinion. But I think these 150 yeah. that we're seeing, I, I do think they're going to go away because, I, you know, it just is. And hopefully there's more you know, people coming into the to aid you guys that are out there in the field. There's more people maybe going, hey, maybe I want to become a, a healthcare professional, because it is lucrative. It's not just a you know a, a seventy-five thousand, eighty thousand dollar a year job locally at my facility, depending upon where part of the country you're in. Of course, that really varies. It right. is a it is a six-figure income, which means more people would say, hey, I think I could I could deal with the incredible stress of in your case, you know, nursing school and what that was like. So, I don't know. It's kind of, it's it's kind of fascinating to think about, but. I don't know. You and I can, we can keep talking about it all day long, but yeah, yeah. Don't forget the personality wild. change that comes with going through nursing school and becoming a nurse as well. Like you don't get to keep the right? same. Per- you're not the same individual when you started nursing school to when you've been a nurse for at least a year. Like you're not. Yeah. Like you know, the first. It's almost like you go through all the stages of grief during nursing school and <laughs> during your starting time as a nurse, and literally, it right. literally changes who you are. It's, uh, you know, and not necessarily for the better. I wish they talked more about that uh, back in nursing school. And maybe I would have reconsidered things. I mean, I'm glad that I did it now, looking back where I'm at. Travel nursing has been the one redeeming quality for me, and which is one of the reasons why I still do the stuff on TikTok, is because yeah. travel nursing for me has way more benefits than just the income that I get paid. You know, right. there are all insane amounts of benefits. And notably for me, it's actually... Uh, less stressful after you get past that first week it's I think it's less stressful than a staff job realistically interesting I've got a daughter who wanted to be who who is considering being a nurse and I I mean I may make some enemies but I am talking her out of it every day because I don't she her personality does not match what it takes to be a nurse she's a different person and you know that I know nurses and she is not I cannot think of something that she'd be less uh, would be less, less applicable for what she wants to do. Than, she would than go through the nurse. stages of grief for sure. That that would, <laughs> that would be. I, don't, I just would, don't think yeah. she. I don't think she'd like it. I don't think she would enjoy nursing school. She. It's too much pressure for her, and um, I just don't. It is what it is. So, well, I appreciate it today. Um, I really want to urge our listeners to uh, to tune into you. 
So, so you've got this. So, Travel Nurse Rich on YouTube. You've got Travel yep. Nurse Rich on um, on uh, TikTok. Right. You also are, are jumping into Instagram and, and yes. Twitter and those kinds of things. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I do have an Instagram and a Twitter set up. My Instagram only has a less than two hundred people following me, so obviously we're not doing some. We're not doing great things over there. They say the Instagram's a nurturing platform. And, um, you know, I haven't quite made it to the nurturing stage yet. I'm still kind of the, <laughs> you know, TikTok traffic stage of everything. So that's okay. Well, you know, we're getting there. That's a big plan, so. TikTok is hard. I, 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 again, I've tried to just have some friends of mine follow me on TikTok. And I, I just don't. I have like 10 videos. Most of my son playing hockey or me at a, yeah. at a professional hockey game. And, and it's, it's, a, it's a difficult it is, I think more so than this, you really have to put yourself out there because you got to yeah. be a little goofy. You got to have, you got to be fun. You got to be engaging. You are all those things. <laughs> and I, again, I, I, your, your stuff has gone, I mean, you, you mix it up. You've got some things that are funny, some yeah. things that are head scratchers, and you've got that's some because, things that yeah, are That's because I get bored really easily. That's the, that's my problem there. I just get really well, I mean, bored. It's... And then I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to do something really weird today. Like, uh, like my last video that I made. Is real is a really weird video. I put on a wig and everything, and to play two parts, did <laughs> almost like a one. skit. Oh my goodness! And it started to blow up, which was hilarious to me because I didn't even plan it to. Like I just thought, I didn't know one's well, gonna watch good. this, and then sure enough, everybody's watching it. So anyway, oh, that's, the haters that's are a, really gonna come out on you now. Yeah, you know, you're going nuts. Well, I, I urge everyone to listen to you because. <laughs> Again, on TikTok, you, you follow somebody, and that way, you know, you're seeing all the different things you want to see. But Rich will come up, and I'm telling you guys, there are. I was really impressed. I'm, I'm again, I'm not trying to have a mutual admiration side, but I was very impressed with your with your knowledge on the numbers, and you've done it all by by research, learning, and the advice you're giving is really solid. So well, thank you. I think there should be more of you guys out there. I think you know the combination of what you're seeing from Travel Evolved. From, from Travel Nurse Rich, I think this stuff eventually is going to change the industry. I think that we have an opportunity to provide as, the best information you and I can, right? And that's what yeah, I think both of us are trying to do. It may not always be 100% right. It may not be perfect. We do our best to try to make it that way. But if you listen to this stuff that Rich is putting out there, you're going to learn some things and you're going to be better armed at being a traveler. And you're going to have a little bit more... Power behind you to yeah. negotiate the contracts you're looking for, to have the lifestyle you want, and you guys are absolutely in control. And he's, you're, you're, you're right. You always have been, more so now. And you have choices as a traveler. I don't care if you're, a, you know, if you're an imaging or you're an ICU nurse. You have options and you've got power. You're the commodity. And last time I looked, all of us should be jumping through hoops to try to convince you to go to work for us and to stay working for us, which means we have to earn it every single day. So it's interesting. Well, I appreciate it. Thanks for taking some time. I need to get you to, to get to some sleep there. Are you on the middle of a, of a th two or three day? Uh, or are you at this the is, end? No, this is day one of a three, oh. no, two day. And then I have one day off and then I have four days. So I've got a, I've got oh, a few gotcha. things going. You know, I'll be working Good. most of the time. And I'll try to find a way to fit some videos in between. I've got, it's kind of weird. The other day I was scrolling through TikTok and an ad came up and I was in the ad and I was like, oh, that's odd. I don't remember. Really? <laughs> yeah. did you, do you get royalties for that or something? That's, using your, I, I did, I did check the box that said they can reuse it, and I did give them uh, permission. Okay. Um, I just thought it was going to be reused, like, on my page. And I don't ever see the stuff that I made, you know? But, yeah. like, scrolling through and <laughs> I see my face come up. Like, oh, was it like so... a TikTok ad yeah, or was it an it ad for, like, TikTok a... Ad. Oh, so, so it was them promoting TikTok. That's yeah, awesome. That was That's absolutely I think you've hilarious. made it. <laughs> I think you've made it. If you're on, if you are actually getting... You see myself through 
Yeah. Yeah, that's kind yeah. of impressive. That's Good funny. for you. Well, I urge you guys, check them out. Travel Nurse Rich on all these different mediums. Thank you so much for spending some time with us today. Yeah, and thanks for being so um, open, I Mark. It. I appreciate you being a CEO, being yeah. open, and literally telling people what nobody else is willing to say. So really appreciate that well, from my perspective, you. sure. Thanks. Much appreciated. All right. We'll talk to you hopefully here soon. All right. Sounds good. All right. All right. Oops. We always do that. All right. So, so there you go. Um, that was fun. Oops. God, every time I do something with that, I don't even know if it's going to stay now. We'll see. I might just have to just get rid of that to start off with. If I spit that much, then we got a problem. Very fun episode. I enjoyed doing that a lot. I, we didn't get into as much of the, uh, he was going to try to pick my brain a little bit, which we'll do next time. I think we're going to have Rich back. I always say we're going to have guests back, but we've got so many guests that I want to get on that I will have a number of people back. But he for sure, we wanted an opportunity for him to kind of have more of a, of a reverse interview too, where he could ask me some questions that are important to him. Maybe just today was a good introduction to Rich. As time goes by, we'll get him back on. As he becomes, you know, as long as he doesn't become too TikTok famous, then we'll be able to get him back again. But really, really fascinating. Very fun interview to uh, to talk about. Uh, there was a lot of meat there. We had a good discussion about, I think, where this industry has come and how fast it's come this, this far. Things are just really, really different than they were for the majority of my career in healthcare travel. I've just never seen a time like this when things are so um, lucrative, for travelers, lucrative for agencies. I, I do believe the hospitals are making a really good amount of money. I know some of them are. I think some are struggling. I think some agencies are struggling. I think some travelers are struggling because of lack of, of uh, need in their specialty. We've seen that over the last couple of years. So things are really kind of moving and evolving. But I loved what he said about, again, you guys are the commodity. You guys have the choice. And you really should be looking at what company is out there giving you the best opportunity you can fairly, effectively, like we've said multiple times on Travel Evolved. This is a dinosaur of an industry. This industry, from the agency standpoint, hasn't changed much since I've been involved, and I don't think it's changed much before in the years before I got involved. It is just the same thing over and over again with different rates, potentially some slightly different recruiting processes, but for the most part, the... This, the the model of how companies function and work and what they provide, bring and provide to the to the table hasn't really changed or evolved that much. So you guys have those choices, and I would urge you to, you know, don't just blindly go into an assignment. Really look at what that company's paying you, what they're offering, what other companies are offering, so you can really make a good, effective decision on what makes financial sense. Like he said, I mean, why would you take an assignment for $1,000 less a week when it's basically the exact same thing, just who it is that you're working for. I mean, pretty simple stuff. So I really appreciate him taking the time out. Uh, I know he's he's going to get burned out. And I mean, he's two hours ahead of me, so it's getting to be way past his bedtime. So I appreciate that. Rich, thanks for joining us today. Guys, as always, I also appreciate you guys joining us today. I hope this was a fun one. I hope it was informative. I think it was a little of both. Um, I, I want to get them back on and let's have a little bit more of an opportunity to talk about some more things as our industry changes and evolves even more. I think it'd be good to have them back. So guys, as always, I appreciate it. And I will catch you next time on Travel Evolved. <laughs>